We are now joined by John Shipley from St. Paul Pioneer Press. That 10-7 game is just lingering in my mind. I still can't believe it. I, I still barely remember it, and I was there. Um, it, was, it was hard to tweet and write a running, and uh, it was. I, I think I wrote on Twitter that all hell just broke loose here, and that, that's kind of what it was like. Well, and it's like, I, I, I mean, we, we, Erickson Eck and uh, Kaprizov and, and Boldy, Zuccarello, they had big games, but... Like I, I, you know, some really good players. But you know, Brock Faber didn't didn't have a point at all. It just it was, I mean, it was is pure insanity. Both goalies played uh, for the Minnesota Wild in that game, but Casey DeSmith hung in yeah. there. Uh, it, it like yeah, it's just like a and and the power plays and the goals in a row. It was like a nightmare scenario for the Vancouver Canucks, and they haven't been right since. I know, right? They were up. I know, right? I, they it's like the Wild broke them. Um, they, uh, I think the Wild had three five-on-three goals. Um, they, they they were in complete control of that game. It was four to one late in about five to two, maybe late in the second period, and then they got they had a delay of game penalty on a power play, and I think uh, maybe a crush or some stupid penalty, yeah. and that really that completely changed the game. It um, and I know you wrote about this because the 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 Wild are I mean they're playing pretty well I mean they're it's not like they're they're in first place or anything and this is a tough tough wild card race in the West mm-hmm. there's going to be some good teams on the outside looking in uh, but they have injuries and that's a big part of the story this year right yeah I mean the, you know when the season started this was a team that had to have everything go right. Um, and kind of everything has gone wrong. Uh, you know, they lost uh, Jared Spurgeon for the year. He played only 16 games. I, I looked it up today, not counting Gustafsson, who or Gustafson, who's been at, he missed some games. But seven of their key players have missed a combined 65 games. Yeah. And the last one that really killed him was when Kaprizov got hurt in Winnipeg, and they lost like four of their next five or five of their next six. And that really, that really put them behind the eight ball. So now they're just you know, they're white knuckling it to the end so far. Anyway, it's going to be hard tonight. They, they, they're, they're without Felino tonight. They're without Maroon. Um, and they're without Bogosian. And that's a lot of size yeah. against a team like the Oilers. John Shepley, our guest beat writer for St. Paul Pioneer Press. They're also, and I think that it's, I know I forget, honest to God, I do. It's easy to forget that they've got like, Fourteen and a half million dollars of dead cap that they just like they have to yeah. somehow MacGyver their way around that. And I mean, I think it's this year and next year, and then it's done. But if you're a Minnesota Wild fan, that is such a bitter pill because without that, if they had actual you know productive players who were fourteen point whatever million worth of players on the ice, they'd be a right. much better team than they are now. For crying out loud! I know, right? And and that's kind of why they were up against it. They, they're from the start, it was so bad early that they couldn't even call up their best prospects because their their two ways didn't fit under the cap. So, you know, they and and to be fair, like guys like Vinny Letary have been pretty good for them. But yeah, they they've had major cap problems all season. They haven't accrued any. They can't do anything at the deadline except to trade people. Um, the only reason they've got you know twenty three guys or twenty I don't know how many they have right now is because they got Spurgeon seven you know. I don't know. I can't remember what it is. Six, seven million. Yeah. You know that they can play with that. He's gone. 
It's it's it's, it's been a big it's been a big issue for them. The, the, you should write a book about this year because that cap issue is like I think Garrett's <laughs> doing a hell of a job. Honest to God, I'm not kidding you. I think he's doing a hell of a job. No, with I this agree. Team. Yeah, yeah. I, if I, you look at the Bogosian trade, the seventh rounder for Bogosian, he's he's been good. The seventh rounder for Maroon. I mean that that's those have worked. Uh, getting rid of Kalen Addison's probably been a good idea. Getting Chisholm off of waivers has been good. He's made a lot of good moves, and they will. They've got I don't know four or five free agents who won't be around next year, so they'll have some money to play around with next July. Not a ton, um, you know. So they're not. It's they're not a lost cause by any means. They have a lot of good players. They could add, like you said, with fourteen million bucks, you could add like three top line yeah. players with that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so they got, yeah, they'll have a little more room next year. I can't remember what I wrote about it, but they, they've got, they'll have some, some money. Yeah. In the summer of 2025, the owners have a gigantic free agent coming available too. So, you know, the, the owner fans will want yeah. Minnesota, Minnesota to spend that money elsewhere, but it will give them kind of an artificial, I think the Bruins had that coming out of the original, uh, lockout in 04 or whatever, where they just had a mountain of money mm-hmm. uh, to spend, and Minnesota will as well. As we look towards the deadline, John Shipley, our guest, uh, beat writer for St. Paul Pioneer Press, there's some nice players there. I know that, that Oiler fans want Marc-Andre Fleury, but I, do, I doubt whether he'll end up yeah. here. But a guy like Bogosian, there's a few players on there. Is there any mm-hmm. rumblings about who might be going uh, at this deadline, or is it still yeah. a little bit too early because they're in contention? The only... I think if, you know, Bill really wants to make the playoffs. I think, if, I mean, he always do, right? But I think if they're, what, they got about 10 days before the deadline, something like that? Yeah. If uh, two weeks. If they're out, they'll, I think they'll send everybody. I mean, I think Maroon, if he's better, I mean, Maroon back surgery, who knows what he gets you, the late round pick maybe. Uh, Bogosian's been good. Uh, Flurry, he's got a no trade. Johansson's got a no trade. They have a lot of guys with no trades or partial no trades. But I, so I would think anyone that they can move, they'll move. You know, a guy like Johansson, maybe he wants to win, so maybe he waves that. You know, I, I don't know. Um, but I, I don't see them hanging on to any of these guys. I think any of them, if there are takers, you know, then you just load up on draft picks and see what you get. That would be my guess because of the money situation they're in right now. I, I don't see anyone, you know, in Flurry. I don't know if he. I, this might be his last season. I don't know if he wants to go to another team, and he can he can really veto anything. So, but otherwise, you know, Bogosian gone. I think uh, Maroon gone. If, if if someone wants him, if he's healthy, um, I can't remember who else is on that list. Duhame, I think. Two, the two biggies. No. Yeah, Duhame. Yeah, I don't. Does someone want? I like Duhame. He, he is, you know, he's a good checker. I don't know if he would be a big, maybe. I never really thought about him. Well, he's speedy, I, right? I, like the Oilers are very, very slow very. on the fourth line, right? And he's got speed. Yeah, so, and he's know, tough. Yeah. 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 So I think he, yeah. he has. Duhame is, he never takes a shift off. He's one of those guys. So yeah. you're right. I never thought about Duhame, but yeah, he could be too. Well, I have nothing else to do but look at trade ideas. So it, it, it helps there, uh, John. <laughs> Flurry's the guy. We were just talking to Jim Matheson about that today. That you know, Flurry's the guy that you kind of wonder about with Edmonton. Um, But yeah, I don't know. Well, it's it's does he want to you know pick up stakes again at his age? I mean, he's proven everything. If there's one guy who doesn't have to prove anything at the deadline, it's it's Flurry. 
Right. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, yeah. So I, I think he really wants to make the playoffs with this team. Yeah, I know Oiler fans yeah, are <laughs> Oiler fans are picking apart the the Penguins and the Wild, but I I look at both teams and they like the Penguins. Uh, they've got ten points in the last uh, ten games, and I, I think Minnesota has thirteen in the last ten games. But if you look at it honestly, in terms of games in hand and how far they're out, both of these teams have a chance. Like I understand not giving up. You'll find out in the next two weeks. But if you're Bill Guerin uh, or Kyle Dubas. Hell, man, stay because maybe you maybe you reel off of in this NHL anybody can win five in a row. Right? No, I agree. And the other thing too is like, what are you going to get from these guys? You say you do Hay Maroon and, and Bogosian. It's not like you're getting a windfall here, mm-hmm. right? In trading, trade. So you know, yeah, you can. It does make sense. They're right. It's gonna. They're gonna be in it until the last week, right? No matter what. I don't see them collapsing. I think, and there's going to be a lot of teams just like that. Yeah. So yep. it's it's going to be hard, I think, at the trade deadline. There might be more teams that think they got a shot than they really do. I don't know. So. All right. Thanks for this. Enjoy. Appreciate it. Okay. Take care. There Bye. you go. John Shipley, Minnesota Wild Beat writer for St. Paul Pioneer Press. I enjoyed that conversation. Bright guy, smart, told me I made a good point once.